Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast. The Southwest Authority on Wrestling, Hip-Hop, and Everything in Between. Featuring T-Call, Rock Knowledge, The Neo-X, and Producer G1 to the rescue. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Ladies and gentlemen, boys Glad and girls, it is your favorite podcast returning from the depths of quarantine 2020. <laughs> live from Avondale, Glendale. And Mesa, that is right. We are self-quarantining, as you should be. We are coming to you live via Skype. This is the Matt Mania Podcast with episode number 171. Yes, sir. I am Rob Knowledge. <laughs> I am here with G1 to the rescue. I am here Gross. with T-Call the Villain and Neo-X. Yo, put it down, baby. The coughing that you hear in the background is not brought to you by the Mad Mania podcast. No. Nor do we endorse any um, coughing of any sorts. <laughs> Make sure you wash your hands. That cough is. Cover your mouth. And shutting your ass. Sanitize, sanitize yourself and your mics. This is very true. Yeah. As always, we want to thank y'all for rocking with us. You can go to patreon.com, search the Matt Mania podcast, and do our favorite thing, which is what, gentlemen? Pay, pay the money. that money. That's pay that right. money. When you pay that money, you get exclusive episodes, exclusive content. Uh, we do it for y'all, so we appreciate y'all continuing to rock with us. Uh, it's very difficult content. times right now. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been in your ear holes, but we are back once again with episode number 171. As always, you can support us also by going where, Neo? ProWrestlingTees.com. In the little magnifying search bar, type in Matt Mania, and you'll, you'll see the icon for Matt Mania Podcast. We got three shirts up for sale and a CD. So you already know what it is. That's right. Oh, Go buy one. For yourself, your mama. No, your buy all four. And, and we are now coming from you from the illustrious Skype arena. It, we could call it the Skype Dome. Yeah, the, yeah, the, Skype dome. the illustrious cloud arena that Skype is. <laughs> yes, this is a coronavirus-free podcast, by the way. None of right. us have Coroni. We're all drinking Santan, not Coronas. Right. what we do. <laughs> but also how we do, we always put something over outside the world of professional wrestling. Everybody's at home chilling, so everybody should have a put over, so we can get right up <laughs> to it. T-Call the villain. What are you putting over, sir? Yo, thank, thank you, Rock Knowledge, aka um, T.O. T.O. Rock! <laughs> T.O. Knowledge. <laughs> um, so, I've binged through, in like two days, I binged through this Netflix documentary called Tiger King. So, never knew anything about this guy, but this guy's name is Joe Exotic. Exotic. And... And what the Tiger King documentary is, is basically the rise and fall of Joe Exotic. So it's basically talking about um, the inner workings of big cat trafficking. So 
um, people who owned large cats, tigers, lions, ligers, mixed breeding them, selling <laughs> ligers. You're laughing, but they had one. They said that that dude was like 900 pounds or something. Like he was a big ass fucking cat. But um, yeah, selling these cubs for like 5,000 a piece to different zoos and things like that. Um, he ended up getting into um, an ongoing war with this one chick who owned a um, a animal rescue like conservatory. So yeah, concert a conservation. Yeah, there you go. Uh, um, a camp of some sorts for cats. Um, and <laughs> she became a millionaire because her husband was a millionaire, and everybody thinks that she killed her husband to um, take all his money to start this um, big cat foundation. Um, so this guy was like going to war with her. Um, basically because she was trying to shut his place down because this was like an independent zoo, which I didn't even know zoos were independent or that you could just build and start your own zoo. Right? <laughs> I thought that shit was like government or like state or city like regulated or something. But apparently if you go through the process of like owning enough land and, you know, get the paperwork done, you can buy animals and make a zoo. You can so, Google how to zoo and yeah. then become... Become the next Joe Exotica. Right. So in the midst of her trying to take this guy down, um, he apparently tried to get her murdered. So it's a scheme of um, him trying to pay a hitman to kill her. <laughs> he looks then, like a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, and then him getting caught up with the feds and shit like that and going to jail and then him trying to knock out everybody else and um, all the other people Ooh. who were in the big cat game. So, yeah, the shit is crazy. Like, one of the guys they were talking about, they were showing, like, when he was all on, like, Jay Leno and stuff like that with his big cats, this guy named um, this guy named Dawn or something, I believe. And yeah, the shit, the shit is crazy, man. You guys should really check it out. I mean, all of them are a bunch of like redneck meth head um, type dudes like Joe Exotic was um, married to like two dudes at one time um, getting getting his, um, you know, um, polygamy on, um, you know, supplying these guys with meth and weed and all that stuff, keeping them doped cats. up. Yeah. And cats. And showing how um how big the cat game is, like I said, and they were talking about how um how the little pussies get you a lot of pussy. So you know how 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 cubs are like an aphrodisiac for women, and you know they were using these cubs to get all these like women in and stuff like that. Man, it's crazy, man. Watch the shit. I just can't tell you guys enough. I might watch the documentary again. The shit was wild. <laughs> so you heard it here, folks. Catch out, uh, check out Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness, currently streaming on Netflix. Yeah, it's seven episodes. I think they're like an hour apiece. Jesus. Oh, it's, it's seven <laughs> episodes? That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Everybody's talking about this shit, though. It's all over the socials. What do you mean that's a lot? Wait. Seven episodes isn't a lot. Seven episodes, an hour apiece? I mean, they're probably that's like 45 minutes to an hour, but I mean, hey, it depends on what you got to do. If you're quarantined, not... no job. <laughs> Let's not forget who the original Tiger King is. Sagat from Street Fighter. You already know what it is. Hadouken! Really, no, I thought it would have been King from. Tiger. I thought it would have been King from Tekken. Tiger shot. Uh, Sagat came out first, man. I was gonna say Street Fighter came first. Yeah, but he's not a real tiger. <laughs> he launches tiger things. 
Well, you heard it there. Go check out Tiger King on Netflix. Neo X, yeah. what are you putting over, sir? So, I got to give it up to uh, Offer Up. I was uh, I was I was cruising Offer Up about two weeks ago, maybe before the whole Rona uh, virus thing was going on. And I saw this guy was selling uh, his his PS2 lot, and I bought this guy's <laughs> PS2 lot, which was about a about a hundred hundred and fifty bucks. It came with the PS2, and it had like uh, seventy games. Damn! And, and of those okay. seventy games, Def Jam Fight for New York was one of them. And I was like, that game alone is ninety bucks. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's a hard one to find. So I have a, a, a PS2. I have Def Jam Fight for New York, Def Jam Vendetta. I have all these, mind you. Okay, I bought this PS2 from a brother, so he had. Um, 50 NBA. Cent. Yeah, NBA Street, NFL Street, Madden. 50 Cent. He had 25 to life. He had all the Scarfaces, all, all the Grand Theft Autos. Oh, that 50, I mean, yo, that 50 you cent name it. Fun. Yeah, he had that was one. The 50 he, Cent game called Get Rich or Die Trying? What's the game called? Yeah, it's, it's that one. Gross. Yeah. So I bought, I bought this entire lot, and I, I kid you not. There's just games on games on games, and like I got like four controllers, two memory cards, and like I said, now mind you, maybe like thirty percent of the lot was like sports games, but the main thing I wanted to take away was Def Jam Fight for New York, Def Jam Vendetta. He also had like uh, Matrix, Path of Neo, Enter the Matrix. He had a bunch of these cool games that I really enjoyed, and um, yeah, I just been playing Def Jam Fight for New York. Pretty much, you know, all day, every day. Um, additionally, I also had some PS2 games in stock as well. I mean, we're talking like and one blitz, yeah, I mean, stock. Yeah, one eight seven ride or die. <laughs> I mean, he's got all these hood games: Max uh-huh. Payne, True Crimes, State of Emergency. Anyway, mind you, so I bought this lot with State the, of with the intent was a good game. Yeah, so I bought the lot with the intent, like, you know what? What if I ain't got no internet and I got to play it offline? And plus, he has Def Jam. I really want to play Def Jam. So it's been pretty good. So I've been playing that. Now, I did run into a situation where Def Jam stopped working. It was scratched. It was scratched. So I took out my old, like, auto buffer, you know, that I used to, like, buff cars and stuff. Uh Shine that... Shine that mug real nice, you know. Turn it, it, real turn it nice. sideways. Turn it sideways. Stuck it in my PS2, and that's running fine now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so have you have you created your character on there? Oh yeah, I've created like two characters so far, and it's been nice. fun. Like I could really, really love this game. <laughs> I was What's planning on trying to make X E C K S, and I have one other character named Neo N E O. Um, and together they form Neo X, so they're a tag team, right? <laughs> but you know what? For for this game coming out in two thousand four, this game freaking holds up, dude. Like I, I kid you not. So I'm having lots of fun playing it. So I guess my put over not only is Def Jam Fight for New York, but also dig into the crates. Maybe play some games that you haven't played in a while. You know, and maybe you'll maybe you can reconnect with an old gem. Who knows? Give it a shot. Let us know what you're playing. 
uh, now that you're in the quarantine, you know? And so, uh, hit us up on the socials. Yeah. Hey, Neo, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but so the new PlayStation that's coming out is going to be backwards compatible for everything, right? So you'll be able to play those PS2 games on, what, PS5 if you get one? So they're saying that it's backwards compatibility thus far will be backwards compatible based on the PS4 architecture. So they haven't confirmed PS3 or PS2. Okay. So, so far you can play PS4 and PS4. PS4 Pro and PS4 Legacy for some reason, and um, we're still trying to find out if they're going to say PS3 or PS2, because honestly, that would be great, but I'm not holding my breath at this point. Also, why wouldn't they just have those online to download, even if they're not backwards compatible, to just download them to your... Why wouldn't they do that? I would spend... $40 $40 just to have this game online and saved in my cloud. Why not? Give that to me. Right. Even if it's still the same graphics of PS2, exactly. PS1, or whatever, just to be able to play that um, as a download, they should look into that. You want to know how many times I bought Final Fantasy VII? Tell us how many. Five times. Five times. Five times. <laughs> Pretty much. <Yes. laughs> Pretty much, okay? I have the hard disk for PS1. <laughs> I bought it for my PS Vita. I bought oh, it for my Switch. I bought it for my uh, PS4. I bought it when I had a PS3. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'd, I... And, and I'm buying the remake. I mean, come on now, so... You say a Final Fantasy Seven, right? Yeah. So that's like... I, I'll tell you now. Um, crucify me if you want. Never played a Final Fantasy game. Um, because RPG games are not my bag, but yeah. um, from what I from what I can digest, Final Fantasy VII is like the epitome. It's like the best Final Fantasy game because that's all I ever hear about is Final Fantasy book. VII. In my book, it's up there. It's like for me, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics and then Final Fantasy VII. Okay, it's like right there. That's so fun. that's me though. Per, per, personal preference. Okay, thanks, Neo, for your put up. Jeff, you want to check out Def Jam, Fight for New York, and everything else Neo just put over. That was a hefty put over, sir, but we appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and step up and put over the return of arguably my favorite show of the last like three to five years. Um, if you are a, if you have the Pop TV Network, hey! watch the return of the acclaimed. One day at a time. Um, I watched the premiere, loved it. It was great. <coughs> the Alvarez family back. Um, I'm just, man, I really love that show. I love the fuck out of that show. I put it over previously for other seasons. Yeah, you um, have. So if you have the Pop TV network, check it out. Um, yeah. So good, man. It's so good. So. One day at a time is like Rock's Power Rangers. It really is. I was re-watching this show today. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's so Latino. (laughs) Arriba. Yo, uh, and one of the doper things, so everybody knows by now that Netflix chose not to renew them. 
But Netflix did them a solid, and Netflix actually tweeted from their Netflix account on Twitter, letting folks know to go to Pop TV Network to watch it. So that was kind of dope mm. that they were still showing yeah, that love. Plus, seasons one through three are still on Netflix. So if you've never seen it, go back and binge watch. And then Pop TV every every Tuesday night, it is on. It was it was great, man. I loved it. Shout <laughs> to Rita Yo. Moreno. She is a national treasure. Also. I don't want you guys to think that Netflix is the bad guy because it's it's so hard to pick and choose what shows they're going to keep and what they're not. It's not necessarily because the show didn't do good, but they might need to take that money to put that into a different show that oh, they're I'm, trying to develop. So I'm just glad they got picked up. You're telling me that the new Netflix series Big Show is going to be better than One Day at a Time? I thought it was no, the Big Show show. That's not what I'm telling you. But I'm saying that one day at a time one day at a time already has two seasons, and now they wanted to do something else. So sometimes they have to. Well, this is the third one, right? Or is this the fourth? Fourth. Okay, so they have three seasons. So that's all I'm saying is that sometimes shows that did very well, they still have to be like you know, because sometimes those people want more money. Once contracts go into negotiations, they're like, you know what? It'll be more beneficial for us to just cut this. And then we can use that money to go start developing a new show. Yo, but at the time, though, at the time, Netflix had all the money and probably still has all the money. Netflix has no money, man. They're not like I'm saying um... at the time they had a lot of money before they started doing all these independent IPs. They had a bunch of money. I'm I'm saying that. At the rate that Netflix develops shows, they, they're, they're not liquid with money. All of the money is right. like, um, you know what, you get what I'm saying? So I it's like they're, 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 not, um, they're not cash rich. You know, they don't, they don't have a lot of money. A lot of these businesses are they um, asset rich. Yeah, you know, so you, you get me on that. Yeah. It's like you said, it's, it's, all, it's all IPs. They got, they got money for as much like IP as they have. And now this, this particular show had to go somewhere else. But I'm glad it got picked up somewhere else. Um, Rock, you said Pop is where yeah, it got picked up? Pop, yeah, it's on Pop TV. So if, I, I know if you, if you have Dish Network, it's on It's on Dish Network. I don't know if it's on Cox. I would assume so. It is um, on Cox. Okay, so yeah, oh. if you have Cox, Dish Network, you can find it. Um, I know <laughs> if, you, if you don't have any of those services, the first episode is streaming for free from the Pop TV app. So you can go watch the, the first episode of the new season. If you don't have cock, you can watch it on dicks. That's <laughs> dicks that work. Y'all stupid as hell. Yeah. The the T call bootleg network. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bootleg network. Um but yeah, you can so come watch it on my on my cocks and then I'll give you some dicks. <laughs> on that note, check out one day at a time. I am gonna pass the put over baton over to none other than G one to the rescue. <laughs> Save us, G one. And G1's mic is gone. (laughs) And I can see in his mouth that he's saying, fuck this shit. (laughs) I'm out. Is he back? How come he doesn't doesn't have the PC hooked up? So he can play the the funny noises and the sound effects. Oh, he has to go back and do that. There he is. Okay. There you go, Beach. Let him have it. Let's talk about Dino Chargers. Absolutely. Like I said, that was three seasons ago. But anyway, that pink ranger ranger was bad, though. She looked good. 
Oh, uh, the little Brazilian chick with the fat. Hey, yeah. here we go. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. Here we go. So moving <laughs> right along. Uh, shout out to Christiani, by the way. Follow her on Instagram. Um, <laughs> my put over for the day is uh, Forty Four Wave, which is a uh, a sound design group headed up by a good friend of mine in Arizona's own Arza. Uh, one of my good buddies in the music production world. Shout out to Arza and shout out to his partner, NSD Beats. So hey, I know Arza. Yeah, yeah, I know. Of course. Everybody <laughs> in Arizona, I'm, I'm imagining that does hip-hop should probably know Arza. He's a really talented fucking producer, such as myself. His partner, NSD Beats, is no slouch either. Fucking monster on the tracks. Uh, both uh, Arza and NSD have a sound design group uh, under the name 44 Wave, and they make loop packs for you know producers beat makers whatever you want to call us like us to use in our shit and the stuff is like top notch solid mind you while they're still getting their weight up the first five packs are for the not very they hate up. no not they hate up the first <laughs> five packs on the website 44wave.com are for the low low price of free 99 so free 99 yeah yeah free 99 so you can go get those packs right now at 44wave.com i'm telling you any beat makers any producers listening to this they got some shit i remember sitting next to arza at a studio session one day we were you know we both very big fans of each other's work so we playing each other's shit back and forth at the lab one day and i'm like dude where the fuck are you getting these loops from oh he like man me and uh me and nsd be making them shits and i'm like man we you gonna send me some shit he like dude don't worry Something's coming. Sure enough, the website come up. They blast it off on the gram, and I go and he he sent me one pack personally. I will admit that, but then all the other packs I went and downloaded. And needless to say, I haven't been disappointed yet. And I got a plethora of new shit that, thanks to them packs, I'm ready to unleash. So support my support my bros, even when they start charging for them shit. Support my bros. Shouts out to Arza. Shout out to NSD Beats. Forty Four Wave dot com. For some really solid fucking loot packs, man. Real talk. Hey G one, how'd that um that pack I sent you? Did that have some good stuff in it? Yes, it actually did. Um, I was actually I dug through one of them shits when I did my live stream uh, yesterday. Matter of fact, and I made some shit with it. So yeah, that shit was that shit was tight too. For sure, that was from um, <laughs> Jaws That Bite. The name of the producer is Jaws yeah, That he, Bite. He fought, He's a he producer from Detroit. Yeah, he followed me. He followed me as soon as um. I tagged you in this thing. Yeah, and we, <laughs> and we, chopped, we chopped it up in the Ooh. DM a little bit. He a cool dude. For sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. So, speaking of support, we definitely appreciate all the Mad Maniacs continuing to support the show. We also ask, in these times, that you help out, of course, uh, our local artists. And, of course, these artists are very near and dear to our hearts. Go to Teak underscore Hall at Bandcamp. G1 to the rescue for all your beats. And of course, the originator. Go to uh, please support Mega Ran wherever he's at. Um, he's probably DJing right now, you know. <laughs> so, so that's DJing all good. And hoping and fun. that y'all drop some digital coin in his um, digital tip jar. Toss so a please, coin to your Witcher. Go to Bandcamp, pick up D, uh, T Call's discography. Uh, G One. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're plugging beats right now, but definitely go uh, get those. Right? Can you give well, some money real quick, y'all? Well, you can all you can always get tracks from me. I'm direct. Hit me on my IG DM at G1 to the rescue, and of course the single uh, uh, 
I'm sorry, what's my own song called? Evil Eye. Evil Eye. It's, uh, <laughs> it's still moving and shaking, so definitely go to Evil Eye. And just released today, uh, myself and Mega Ran with the official All Out theme song for AEW. That's on all streaming platforms today, too. So go fuck with that as well. Yeah, maybe when you edited this, you can like put that song at the end or something if you want them to hear it, okay? Do you want yeah, to- absolutely. I will. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. And you mentioned uh, Rand's doing the uh, the DJ thing. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to all the DJs across the country who have been holding everybody down during yeah. 20. Spits. Yo, over 100,000 people on Saturday <laughs> on his Instagram Live, and he was killing it, bro. Because it was fire, bro. Crest Love doing spinning. it. Tony Touch doing it. Scratch doing it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dope, man. Like, everybody's home. It's the new club. It is the yo club, club. home is the shit. <laughs> yo, not you but not drinking only, and pass out like not in only, your bed. Not only are they doing that, but they're also doing the beat battles live. Oh so, my god! I, shout, out to I, Tim, I, shout out to Tim and Swiss Beats for I, that first one. That was. I, yes. so I one, just saw Joe Budden have posted that it's going to be like Hit Boy and um Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder. Yes, sir. Yeah. I look forward Tomorrow to that. Night. That's going to be lit. Ooh, you can pull a Neo from the comfort of your own home. Let's, yeah, let's be real. real. Nothing quick. better. Who you got, Boy Wonder or Hit Boy? Shit, I, I, I got Boy Wonder because Boy Wonder got that guy that's great joint uh, with Rocky Fresh in him, and that's that's still my shit. Okay. He picked that because Rocky Fresh is from Chicago, and if you no, I picked that because that beat is hard. <laughs> No, I do. I do you one better. Rocky Fresh got a joint with Nipsey Hussle called Lifelong. Still one of my favorite records, man. And that was uh, that was Boy One on the track. Hey, Chicago, take a shot. I met I met Rocky Fresh out here at a shoe store. I met Rocky Fresh before I realized he was gonna be that big. <laughs> yeah, you met him in Chicago when you were working at um, Studio Best Eleven or something no, like that. No, no, that was Lupe, <laughs> that was Lupe Fiasco that I met when I was working, when I was working at Sam Ash CD signed Ooh. outside of Best Buy. Uh, Rocky Fresh I met because uh, me and him were both customers at Studio 11. Shout out to my man Steve at home who works for Private Stock now. But Studio 11 was like the that was like the meeting place for all of the current brash in in like major hip hop coming out of Chicago. The the Rocky Freshes, the G Herbos, the the Bibbies, the the Sasha Gohard. All of the, the Chicago MCs, and Dreezy, uh, all of the Chicago MCs that at least a big chunk of the world know, they all Yo, he done said MCs. Chicago like 10 times. Y'all going to be drunk. Yeah, I'm saying, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here I, mean, I got to drink my whole talk in. Yo, he was signed to Maybach Music at one point, so I mean... Man, bro, and that was a great, 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 great time. There was some great music that came out of that. It just sucks that we didn't get, like, a a full-length LP during that time. But he cool. He in good hands. He signed, I think, Scooter Braun, uh, who's, uh, what's the name, manager Justin Bieber. So, I mean, he's in good hands, so he'll be all right. Yeah, oh, yeah, he fucked Russia at one point. That's right, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so he's in good hands for sure. I wish he had to stay with Maybach, but I know he in good hands with Scooter, so that's good stuff. Okay. Man. All right. For sure. Well, hey, G1, while you're recording this, um, does it let you know, like, the amount of time that we're recording? 
We're at twenty. Wait, we're at twenty six minutes fifty two seconds. Okay. All cool. right, thirty minutes for a put over. Man, man, man. Yeah. So that was the put over segment. If you're feeling what we put over, Matt Maniacs, hit us on the socials. Let us know. Let us know where you're checking out too, because everybody's checking out a bunch of shit. Cause I swear. We at home. <laughs> working from home. I know y'all got the Netflix on. I'm working yeah. right now. Look. Oddly enough, I'm I'm potting and I'm working. <laughs> Say that. Dedicated. I'm drinking. You see that, people? For everybody that's going to listen to this, we do this shit for you. My man is working his nine to five on this podcast with us at the same time. I'm sure Dave probably playing the game. I'm sure Tiki's probably indulging in some weed. I'm in the middle of making beats. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we're all doing something, but we all for y'all, man. So, yeah. No, sir. Yeah. Three, three weeks strong. No weed over here. Mm-mm. Damn. I've been, Did- I've been going through the whole quarantine dry. No weed. Boy, uh, we fi- we finna change that. We gonna change. Uh, that. Don't even worry no, about. It. No, sir, not till I get a job. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, you ain't. You still ain't. Uh, well, never mind. We'll talk about that out there. Well, what if they test? You know. So. Exactly. Yeah, I was, I, I was just about I to ask him. I didn't know if he had already took his test already. Or... Uh-huh, no, nah, it's fine <laughs> for the Mad Maniac to know. You know, your boy got laid off during this whole coronavirus scare and whatnot that's going on, just like everybody else out sure. here in the world. I've seen that um, the unemployment thing is like 3.3 million um, people done, done um, applied for unemployment. Alone, so, so you know, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. It's not just me. <laughs> Hell know? no, not 3 million. Hopefully, all those people that's unemployed will listen to the podcast. You know, yeah, <laughs> but you know some of the people filing for unemployment ain't really unemployed though. I'm gonna just keep it real. Hey, yeah. also, they also of, raised the amount that you can get and said that you can get six hundred a week. Um, ooh, in, in the unemployment. Shit, I'm so. gonna quit my job right now. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. But speaking of that, like, what's up with this Trump check that everybody's thinking about getting, right? Yeah. Like you're talking about this the Man, stimulus look, package. The stimulus package. Like, hey. <laughs> the Corona Bucks. <laughs> corona Bucks. There you go. The Corona Cash. The Rony money. Rony money. I like that. I like Rony money and I like I like Corona Cash. I like those both. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, by the by the time you get it, you know, like you said, if we don't get that for like a month or so, you know, so people who still um, aren't working who either they only have a little bit of savings or no savings at all, you know, scraping up, just trying to make ends meet. You know, right. I can see these um I can see these Roman noodle company stock going high. Ramen, <laughs> <laughs> but uh big facts. Big facts. No, I to- I-, I totally agree with that wholeheartedly. And I mean who knows? God willing, if this shit really do come to fruition, it may come at an appropriate time. You know, here I am staying with a friend you know, that stimulus Yo. check may come at a time to where I, I might need it, you know what I'm saying, to pay some rent at a real place. You know, Can I ask y'all something, though? What's up? Speaking of, the, of, of the Trump check, so let's say you get the corona cash. Okay. Would you feel more inclined to try to re, re-up Trump's lease here over the United States? Fuck oh, no. no. <laughs> okay, good. The United States is going through a pandemic right now. This money that they're offering is the least that they could do. That doesn't take away from all the bullshit that he's done. One good deed does not negate all the bullshit that he's done. So that's like 
That's or, like or me killing, people that's like me killing your mother, but me giving you twenty dollars back. I owe you. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you see what I'm I, just, I just put a line like that in the song G One that was saying that um I said um watch a nigga go mixing with a static. A mom can't bury a son and it's tragic. I'll give her Ooh. a couple stacks out the mattress. <laughs> Go ahead, Tink. Stop playing. I'm going to come over there and build with you. For those, for those of y'all listening to this, me and Tink been, been building silently. So, you know, I'm going to come over there and build with you some more. I got some other ideas I want to throw at you. Well, yeah, yeah, but... But this is I the Man I just, podcast, and we do yes, talk personal wrestling on this bitch. Facts. Yes, we do. Been, I mean, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say. I'll say this I'll much. Say. It's been a really weird time uh, for wrestling because of the Roni. Um, we're, we, we have a few questions we're going to ask moderator style, so we're not talking over each other. Um, we're going to run through these. Each member of the Matt Mania pod is going to give their opinion, and if somebody wants to chime in, they will chime in afterwards. Um, so the big, big thing, the first question I got for each of you, and I will start off with Teak. You can go first. Okay. Wrestling is taking place in empty arenas with no fans. How do you feel about that? So, I mean, as far as them doing the shows with no fans, I'm not necessarily mad at it for the weekly shows. Um, just because, I mean, we don't have any other sports really to watch right now. Um, wrestling is the only one that's... Wrestling is the only one that's holding it down, and um, they're they're finding like um, good ways to do things. I mean, the promos that they're cutting right now is definitely good due to the fans not chanting over everything. Um, and um, as far as WrestleMania goes, though, I honestly feel like they should have just postponed the WrestleMania. I know it's hard to because they got storylines written in advance. I'm not sure how far in advance they got storylines written, but I mean, it's kind of hard to set up that you're going to have um, Drew versus Brock at Mania through <laughs> the win title and then say, we're going to scrap that or postpone that. Because then how do you write yourself out of that story that you've built up already? So on the one hand, I kind of understand where they're going on a storyline um, point of view. But at the same time, for people's health and everything yeah. that's going on, and I know that we got a big um, a health story that we're going to talk about um, later on in the show. But yeah, just with just with all the health risks, I mean, um, just because they own the performance center, so you know they're not coming out of are losing a lot of money by it being you know um, at a building that they're not going to have any fans at. But you know, you got to think about your um, your employees. I mean, we all remember when um, CM Punk was talking about that he had, you know, the scabies and, um, you know, uh, the staph infection that he could have died from that the, that the doctors were telling him that it wasn't bad. So, I mean, this is like a silent killer right now that we don't know who has it until until it's too late. So, you know, I just I just wouldn't want to see any of the, the WWE superstars, you know, risking their lives. Um, more than they already do with the bumps that they take just to um, entertain yeah. us for a mania. We could go a year without a mania. I like that. Anybody have any retort? Before yeah. I pass? Yeah, uh, let me go ahead and add that. Um, and, then, and then carry on for, with your take as well. Sure. I just wanted to add that knowing Vince McMahon, he always keeps the wheel turning. The machine is always moving, right? Right. We seen we seen it with the death of, if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, Chris Benoit, 
Yes, sir. Even when he even when he passed, there was a uh, you know there was still a, a a feature. When Owen Hart died, the you know the show kept going, and I don't want to shed light or compare these two deaths to like you know something greater than. I'm just saying that Vince McMahon's method of thinking, <coughs> excuse me, is that he just keeps he just keeps rolling with it. So. I think the fact that the show is still going on is at least Vince McMahon is trying to give us something to look forward to, right? right. Now right. it may I not mean. have all the it may not have all the pageantry and all the all the kaboom that WrestleMania normally is, Damn. right? But I will say this: it, it's going to be super heavily produced, meaning like just right. for example, the Boneyard match. That's got to be somewhere. Maybe there's a street fight. Maybe they're just going to produce it, kind of like Lucha Underground style. Yeah, I'm on that one, too. I figure it'll be at a cemetery, hopefully. Yeah, so I'm hoping it's going to be good TV, at least. And um, I just can't wait till like, just to, well, I'll just say this. I'm not, just personally speaking, I'm just not excited for WrestleMania, but I'm excited to watch something to kind of like help me get my spirits back into the norm of yeah. what our lives used to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, to piggyback off of that, it's, it's very much saddening that we can't enjoy the rest. We can't enjoy the WrestleMania that we all know and love the way that we know it and love it. But at the same time, and this was something that I was touching on earlier and Rock told me to save this to the podcast. I feel like without the crowd being there, it's really shown you who are the real performers in, in the wrestling business, not just in ring, but the people that can really work that mic, the people that can really cut promos and fuck working the crowd. The people that can really work a fucking camera, bro. Like, like this shit has been the, the way this shit has been put on now. I kind of just hope that they do WrestleMania since they're kind of, you know, already, starting to tape matches or whatever the situation may be, man, just just make it appeasing. Make it TV style. I don't give a fuck. I'd yeah. rather watch I'd rather super watch produced. A, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even just down to, I know we'll, I know we'll touch on NXT later, but I imagine WrestleMania doing something very similar to uh, what they what they announced with with Ciampa and Gargano. Triple H said out of his mouth that he gonna put them in a fucking warehouse somewhere middle of nowhere with a ring and a ref and they just gonna do their motherfucking thing i'm looking forward to that bro because well, that's they, pretty that much what edge and randy orton is gonna do going on. yeah edge and randy orton gonna be something else and you know that's the match i'm definitely banking on so i feel like it's 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 fucked up that we can't enjoy it the way that we're gonna enjoy it but at the same time this is show you who the real performers are out of this whole situation i've seen some amazing promos randy orton amazing promo it's got an amazing promo on its own it's been just some really solid shit going on bro so i'm i'm looking forward to it and i'm taking it for what it is not what i want it to be because what i want it to be clearly ain't gonna happen so it is what it is and hey, Rock, before you put a bow on this topic, let me just say that um, yeah, with the with the with the Edge and Randy Orton um, match, with that being an empty arena match and a last man standing match, like they're gonna be able to go all over the place with that. So I'm hoping that that's gonna be um, an awesome match. Damn. And I mean, 
I just I just feel bad for all the people who, you know, planned all year to go to Mania. You know, I've went to Mania basically the last four years. So, you know, I'm, I'm not able to go to Tampa this year. And, you know, just all the people who booked flights and hotels and all of that stuff. Um, I just hope that they were able to all get refunds yeah. and, you know, not not be indebted because of this, um, because I, I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure if, um, you know, a lot of people don't get insurance on their plane tickets. So I don't know if um, how that's working as far as the airlines go with um, refunds and things like a that. A lot of airlines are being more lenient with the with the policies and things like yeah. that, you know, with the weight. Because, yeah, you buy the plane ticket and you don't get the insurance on it, but they know what's going on. I, I've heard stories and, you know, they've, they've let people pass. So, thank you know, thank those people for the good work that they're doing. We appreciate them not being assholes at this time right now. Well, that's, that's I mean... And you let's get Rock's thoughts on it because he hasn't spoken yet. Rock, what you what you think about this subject? Um, I mean, a lot of what you guys said I agree with. And the biggest thing for me, um, and a thing that makes some of these matches that we've been looking forward to seeing and these 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 matches and whatnot, what makes them so great is the crowd reaction and yeah. then the false finishes. Like, how is a false finish gonna look with no crowd gasping or like cheering? It's going to be right. different. Yeah, um, it'll be different, but we'll be the crowd. But what mm -hmm. Neo said, and one thing that WWE is excellent at is video packaging. Yeah. They can produce the hell out of some video packaging. Indeed. And that's essentially what WrestleMania is most likely going to be. A pre-recorded... Big-ass video package. Yeah. So yeah. in that aspect, I'm going to watch it. I don't like that it's two days. And that's actually the next topic we're going to get right into is the fact that WrestleMania is now two days. <laughs> um, it's just the false finishes and, and just that just not having the crowd reaction. And I'll, I'll keep it a buck, man. Like, I had a feeling, and I still do, that Drew was going to beat Brock. And Drew's not going to get that great WrestleMania moment. Yeah, that's yeah, Brock's not going to be there. Yeah, that sucks because Drew's definitely going to be Brock. And, yeah, he deserves all them cheers and everything like that. What they should do, here's a hot take, what they should do is just like they recorded like crowd reactions, like when we first seen Edge come back at the Royal Rumble, me, you, Neo, Derek, and then we were all sitting in the living room, uh, and we just like popped up off the fucking couch when Edge came out. Like I think the WWE should do a video package where they record crowd reactions from around the world. We are the fucking crowd, wherever the fuck we may be watching it at. So it, we still got some leverage. It ain't gonna be the moment that he will be expecting, but I think we can still make a moment out of it. And I think WWE is smart enough to do so. Yeah. Well, with yeah. the Drew situation, you know, it just sucks because, like, when you win, when you're a champion, you when know, you're a champion, it's yeah. When you're a champion, you want people to see that you're a champion. It's like we all live in a world where everybody posts on Instagram and whatnot because they want people to see what they have and what they're doing. And I just couldn't imagine like a situation where it's like the Olympics or winning the NBA championship or something like that, and you're getting raised up with a with a trophy, and there's nobody to see you and and applaud, and you know all of that. So it's just like when Drew hits Brock with the Claymore and he wins, he's just going to hold that title up in an empty arena and it's just not going to be the same, especially with as much as this guy's work towards getting this moment. Yeah. Um, the other big news surrounding WrestleMania was the fact that they announced that it's going to be over two days, so it's going to be next Saturday and next Sunday. My biggest takeaway from that is they've essentially all but canceled TakeOver. 
why wouldn't they just give us takeover on Saturday like they were going to and then give us mania in whatever form on Sunday? Um, what do you guys feel about mania being two days? So my, my take on that is that I don't think that they believe that um, as far as WrestleMania goes, that we'll sit and watch a, a eight hour mania with an empty arena. So I think that they're just being smart and saying, okay, well, we'll give you half one day and half another day um, yeah. to space that out because we they do know that they're missing essential points that um, Mania should have. And um, as far as the NXT not being on there, what I think that they should have done is for Saturday and Sunday that they should have um, – what is it normally called? Um, the the pre matches, the pre show. I think that they. Sh- I, I I feel like that they should have a pre show both days that should have NXT matches on it. That would have been a way to just um, bring everything together. Like oh, okay, Saturday on Mania, the pre show matches will be Keith Lee versus whoever, blah 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 versus whoever, and then. So um, you're saying like a takeover and WrestleMania like combined. That's what it yeah. should have been. I right, agree. But the. But the but the takeover shows, I mean, the takeover matches being pre-show matches. Either that or the takeover matches not even being on the card, but still being, like, in between Mania matches. Like, that would be something that I think would shock fans to be like, oh, after this um, Sasha Banks and Bayley match, oh, shit, now you're getting a Keith Lee versus yeah. versus somebody match, you know? Real quick, real quick. Yo, go ahead, Neil. If, if, if NXT... And may and uh, the Raw Super, or I'm sorry, if NXT uh, matches meshed with WWE matches, NXT oh, matches. Pretty- well, no, NXT matches will actually dwarf. Yeah, they will. WWE matches. I think about just saying because you, you know they're gonna yep. go hard. That's why I said put them on the pre-show, though, originally, because, you know, they've done that before where they've had um, the New Day versus the Usos and stuff like that. Like, hella five-star matches are deserving of that on the pre-show, you know? So that's not far out of WWE's wheelhouse to say, okay, we're going to put these these guys on in the beginning. And um, something that Rand had talked to me about was that it sucks because these are like people's big paydays. So, like, for TakeOver and Mania, like, they normally try to get everybody on the show so these guys can get paid. So, mm-hmm. now these guys were are essentially not getting paid because there's no TakeOver before Mania. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing. I, I thought about this for a second just now. And you got to think that when they were strategizing this whole two-day WrestleMania, uh, I feel like WWE really paid a lot of attention to their competition because think about it like this. New Japan Wrestle Kingdom is a two-day event, usually. Yeah. So I the same thing. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So I'm sure that there was some some thought put into making it a two-day event and spreading it out. Because like you said, ain't nobody finna sit and watch, you know, eight hours of shit with no crowd unless the fucking production value is phenomenal. And even then, we would probably cut it off halfway and watch the rest of it the next day. But no, I, I definitely think they put a lot of a, a lot of thought into this. And I just, I, I, I got high hopes, man. I, I really do. I usually have high hopes. That might even be their format moving forward because, like you said, you know, with the New Japan and Wrestle Kingdoms and different things like that, yeah. they have these tournaments or these shows over days, you know, 
So if WrestleMania could find one day WrestleMania after this. So if, when that, when all this is said and done and all the smoke clears, they're gonna be like, Yeah, give us two days, even with a crowd. You feel me? Right. And that just I'm makes WrestleMania bigger, you know, uh, because WrestleMania weekend, you know, uh, is already such a big thing. Just they have to find out a way to get NXT in that. Whether they're gonna do um like, like not do SmackDown on Friday and do NXT TakeOver on Friday instead and do Mania for Saturday and Sunday. I mean, it kind of um, it, it kind of doesn't do anything but benefit WWE once everybody is back out spending money because since WrestleMania weekend is so big and there's all these indie events, they can say, fuck it, we're going to take over three days now. What do you think, Rock? Yeah, I mean... That's pretty much Vince McMahon's M.O. He wants to swallow up all the competition that he can and be the biggest dog in town. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to finish. Three, three days would just be fucking overkill. You know, which I don't know what that's going to do with the indie scene, but, I mean, right. it's tough to compete against WWE's money. Are you going to play guns? Interesting. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's, it's how... Um, so what was it? I think it was it's Marvel. So um, one year Marvel, instead of going to Comic Con, didn't Marvel create their own like con that's that they do at a different time, right? So these indie ones are even like AEW or stuff like that. Eventually, they're going to have to figure out something to not piggyback off of WWE because they're they're going to have to figure out a way to. Like just like AEW is doing with all or nothing or um, or double or nothing things like that, like creating their own buzz around their own event where AEW has Starcast and all of this stuff around their event. You know that might be the new thing for indies instead of surrounding WrestleMania with um, with indies. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, at once the roaning is done and things get <laughs> some semblance of normalcy, um, and see if you know, see if some of these indie indie promotions and whatnot are one still survive. Still yeah, because losing out on all that money they were going to make in Tampa um, could really cripple some of these companies. Unfortunately, yeah. Shout out to WrestleCon who at least got their money back from um, the Marriott. And, yeah. And that because I they they almost got bankrupt with the fact that um that the Marriott didn't want to give them their money back um for saying that um that it, that it wasn't um cause for that but you know luckily they were able to get that back but yeah like I was saying you know people getting paid people expect this is people's big payday for the year so yeah. I mean we talking there's no Walleye Mania this this year man I mean come on right I mean we're missing out on so much yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's unfortunate. You know, hopefully w- once everything settles, we'll uh, of course G1's got his power ranger sort out. Um, we'll get back to normal. Um, I, I want to keep it WWE because there was a uh, in our group chat with the Steel Cage Boys, uh, there was some news that was broken um, about one of the major matches on on the WrestleMania card and a performer no longer being able to perform due to being high risk. Um, Dana that Brooke. Performance being, that performance being <laughs> one, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. It will no longer be Roman Reigns. Word? Yeah. Yes, it is. Because of what? Roman Reigns. It's for leukemia. Yeah, did, you not, did you not look in the group chat, Dia? They no. don't want to 
they don't want to take the risk of his shit flaring <laughs> up with all this Rona going around. So nor should well, they. Not right. just, oh, not, really? Not just, not just the leukemia flaring up, but the fact of the matter is the the coronavirus is harder to fight off. Um, when you have a compromised immune system, yeah, so, condition. his immune system already compromised. He's exposed to Rona. Yeah, it'll be too risky to have him out right. there. Like, so I was so saying, you know, it'll, wow, Go it'll, Goldberg needed a tag team partner to beat Roman Reigns. <laughs> Damn. No, it was it was just such a it was a such a great moment for Roman Reigns when he came back from the leukemia that like I said I would hate to see the big dog then being taken out by the Rona you know so if this if this is what they gotta do for his safety I'd I'd much rather him be in the house safe somewhere you know in Hawaii or wherever it is that he um, stays with his family than um you know <laughs> go go out there with the Rock and um and and chill out you know get in the gym then um. <laughs> Than risking a spear by Goldberg and then catching a Rona, you know, yeah. or or a, or a misplaced jackhammer because you know Roman Reigns and um, Goldberg ain't been doing too well with that shit. <laughs> it's unfortunate, man. Like hearing that, that's. I mean, it, it, there was even a question posed in the group chat, like, why not just cancel WrestleMania at this point? Because not only with 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 him being high risk, Rey Mysterio is not performing because he's in quarantine. Yeah, Dana Brooke. Who was originally in the six pack women's challenge is also taken off of the car due to quarantine. So, what are they really doing, continuing to have these guys be in close proximity when this is going on? When we're all being told to self isolate, stay with yourself, stay at home, would it really kill the WWE to not have WrestleMania in April of 2020? You know, and like this thing is like I said, it's a silent killer. You know, there's like you can have it and not have any um, signs that you have it, but yet still pass it to somebody else. So, you know, it it really sucks because when these people go home or go wherever they're at, whether it be the grocery store or whatever, you know, you're always at risk to like contact this now. So now it's just more more risky in the wrestling ring even though it's empty, even though it's only just a major staff that should be there, that you can pass this along to somebody else. And it's like, I saw saw talks that Randy Orton was upset that they're still going forward with WrestleMania. And it's just like, as a performer at this point, what do you do? Because, I mean, do you pull like a Sami Zayn and just be like, you know, when they were going overseas to to Saudi and stuff, you just say, you know, I'm not going? Like, yeah, you you gotta check out. Yeah, do you forego your your WrestleMania payday and say, you know, my health and everything else is worth more to me than this right now, and I'm just not going to risk it? And how many WWE stars does it take, like, for them to just can't these guys just all like um, strike and decide not to do Mania? Yeah, G one. I feel anytime you would even think about putting a strike up against Vince McMahon. He's already thinking about his next move, which is fucked up because this would be a perfect time for this shit not to happen and for them to just regroup and either come back with something at the end of the year or whatever. But, yeah, that strike ain't going to do shit, but just piss him off and just make him fire half the fucking roster and start bringing guys from the Performance Center on Raw. Like, or SmackDown, it, it'd just be a shit show if everybody did that shit, bro. It's fucked hey, up I mean, to say. All, all these guys will have a home at AEW if you want to let them go. 
I swear to God. Do that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> That's true. You're right. Everybody will have a home at AEW. We found out <laughs> quick enough. Yeah. If, if, anything, if, if anything, Vince will just um, make them sit at home and um, and sit at home until their contract goes out like he did with um, with Pac at the time, you know? Like, yeah. was that right? The Revival's next. Oh, yeah. Oh, to, to go over to AEW? Yeah. They're not I, I wouldn't either if I was them. I want to see yeah. the revival do uh, do the indies, man. I want to see them really hit the indies hard because I feel like if they're really able to let loose, they could really be a solid fucking tag team flat out. And I mean, speaking on the revival, I guess this is a good segue into our next um, topic, right, Rock? People, yeah, um, the the so new sad. guys in AEW. Yeah, we had uh, some some debuts. Um, I'm gonna let you know what I'll, I'll let Neo, okay. our AEW insider, speak on this one. All right. So tell you what, y'all, I'm gonna be really honest. Okay, honest time. I have been feeling pretty down. So I haven't been really watching a lot of wrestling. <laughs> Other than... <laughs> so I haven't watched the full episode. Uh-huh. I watched like some AEW Dark. But I did watch the clips when Matt Hardy came back and was doing instant transmission from across the stands. Okay, that was that was yesterday's episode. That was yesterday's episode. That was watched the promo. Yeah, so he's like all delete wrestling, which so I'm happy. I'm so happy for Matt. So first and foremost, I'm very happy for Matt Hardy being able to be himself, unrestrained, unfiltered, becoming broken Damascus um, in a wrestling company, because that's what when he is broken, Matt Hardy slash Damascus. That's the Matt Hardy we all pay to see. That's the Matt Hardy that put impact over the over the top. That's the Matt Hardy that got re-signed back into WWE. Yeah, that was the Matt Hardy that WWE wanted to wanted to re-sign because they saw how good he was doing outside of the company. Just to mm-hmm. shit on his just to shit on his gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, T Hall. My point exactly. So the fact that he is now free, unrestrained, unfiltered, and you know what? They shot him straight to the top with Jericho. And and you know what? He and Jericho, I can't remember he and Jericho in the WWE having a program. Can you? No, no, not like that. Him, him, Jericho, and his drone. Let's not forget his drone. (laughs) And Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1. That was hilarious watching Chris Jericho cut a promo on a drone. So salute to salute to Jericho, man. Absolutely. He promised that drone the finest mechanical cigars and wow. the finest the finest um, gasoline. He said that he could put the bubbly in his gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> and then he called him. Hold on. Then he then he called him a piece of shit when he flew away. <laughs> Jericho is and will always be the GOAT. 
And I knew Jericho had good potential since WCW when he was Lionheart Chris Jericho. I saw it in him. There you go. He also kind of proved he's the GOAT by what he did uh, for the Benoit family and the family of uh, Nancy Benoit. He's all... He's an all-around goat in wrestling like, and in real life. What he did, and once you watch Dark Side of the Ring, the Benoit one, and you see what Jericho did, Jericho's a real one, bro. Like, Jericho is a real fucking one right there. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I hear somebody Yo, real, watching dude. a Vanguard promo. Um, That's me. Sorry. But no, I will say this. <laughs> this is why Jericho is in my... Jericho is in my Mount Rushmore. Like, he won my heart when he was in WWE with, like, Kevin Owens. I've always loved Chris Jericho, yeah. But, like, that whole thing with Kevin Owens with, like, the, the Festival of Friendship, that really won me over. And then when I, when I went to uh, – when he went to Japan and he was doing his thing, that attracted me more. I mean, and, you, know, you went to the cruise. Exactly. Like, I spent money – to go be on his cruise because I believe in Chris Jericho so much. And what wrestler so, has a big enough just base that he can just, I'm going to do my own cruise and yeah. throw a wrestling show on it. Like, I believe in Chris Jericho. That should be, that's his slogan. He can, he can run. I used to think that, um, that the rock could run for president. Jericho could too. I believe in Jericho, man. <laughs> I I really believe in Jericho at this point. He's like one of like the best wrestlers of all time, and even at his, in, in his in in his age, he just still he can still like hold it down. He can still cut a promo. He can still like just do everything. He's just he's inspirational, man. He really is. He is. And Neo, you know, you were you're on my um Lion Tamer track on Art of Submission. Yeah. You know, so so you know. We we got to celebrate Chris Jericho on there. I want to like I wanted I just want to do more stuff for the Chris Jericho. Yeah, you just want to start the Chris Jericho Foundation. <laughs> Chris, like if he had a fan club, I I would definitely join that for sure. Chris is the fucking man. So let, let me take this time, Neo, to talk about the other um, the other person who debuted in AEW. Since you said that you didn't watch too much of it, which oh, would be um, Luke Harper, who's now going oh, by his original name, Brody Lee. Yes, sir. So I'm so happy that he's finally over at AEW and getting the shine. I've been a big Luke Harper fan because I was a big Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family fan, and I used to always think that Luke Harper had the chops of a of a great wrestler, and that that Eric was a mechanic. Eric Rowan was weighing him down, you know. And um, and with that being said, just the, the way the way that they flipped the gimmick is is also top notch because he went from being a member of a cult to leading his own cult now. And if you Whoa. can't see right, if you if you the irony. Just, if, if if you can't see the the like you said, the irony in that if you can't just see like how how good the the, 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 
the writing on the walls is for that to say, you know, they never let you talk in WWE. You were just a silent guy. You were just the muscle. And now you're the mouthpiece and the leader of your own cult. Right. He, a white ball. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, to, uh, to, to piggyback off of, off of that, no, I, I love um, – Luke Harper's research, well, Brody Lee's resurgence as Brody Lee, and you know, no more jeans, no more uh, sweaty, bulkish ass wife beaters with the one stain in the middle. No, sir, he's in full ring gear, customized for his own self. He he looked like a clean ass heel ass bruiser, and man, he's. I'm talking about he looks great, and I absolutely agree. And you took the words right out of my mouth when you said the irony of being the muscle of a cult to lead in your own, like the exalted one. Like, what higher of a fucking title can you get in a faction? Than the I mean, exalted it's, one, it's, it's, it's downright, it's downright Shakespearean, you know. Hell yeah, Rock, go ahead, bro. I got, fun. I, I, and I'm just asking this as. Maybe a casual fan. Does Luke Harper really move the needle for AEW? Yeah, he does. Okay. I I I will put this on you like this: whether you think that Luke Harper's stock is high or not, any yeah. acquisition that AEW gets from WWE moves their needle. That's mm -hmm. fair. That's fair. See what happens because, with, with, because with it's like a it's like a trade in in sports. You know, if when once somebody else acquires somebody who is a as an impact player for um for you know less of less of words, um is is going to do them good and it also brings more of a WWE casual fan to watch AEW because it's like oh I know that guy. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Um, but but as far as what G One was saying. I'm not a fan of Luke Harper's ring gear yet, but see it'll grow on me and he'll grow into his style. I'm I'm not really feeling the singlet that he had on, but you know that's me. And he went up against QT QT Marshall. Yeah. Is that your TV? Yeah. Yeah, that's my TV. Okay. What are you watching? We can all hear it. It's the AEW. It's uh, the introduction of Brody Lee. Why are you? Why is he rocking the singlet? Yo, mute, mute it and put it on closed caption, Neo, <laughs> so that you're gonna watch it. My yeah, bad. I said the same. I said the same thing though. Me, me neither. Even if, even though it's pants and a top, like or a, a full singlet like that, I'm not really digging that. But like I said, you know, he's just got there. Hopefully, his his ring gear will get more because both things that he's worn, I'm not really digging. I'm not digging the robe that he had on when his um in his video package, um, and I'm not dealing that his robe, ring. The robe that he's wearing is like New Japan style, in my so, opinion. So does that mean it's I like, like it? Or you don't? I think it's flat. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't like it on him. Yeah, he just doesn't look like that. That would be his style. He looks more good in the suit when they showed him eating yeah. dinner in that clip. If evil, if evil Uno is coming out in a suit, and Evil Uno is number two, number one should be in a suit. I agree. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, I guess that's our that's our AEW news. Other than the fact that they've been cutting, you know, bomb ass promos.
and Man. still putting on exciting matches with no and people. Can I in the say? Can I say this real quick? When yes, it comes can. to when it comes to uh, the dark the the quote unquote dark match with no crowds, I feel like AEW's production has been probably has been better than WWE's right now. It has. It has. They're notch. really. They're, yeah, they're shrinking the size, and they fix the hard cam to where it's like from left to right, like a horizontal. You in the ring? Yeah, you're in the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of are. I'll tell you that it almost mimics, which which is so which is so sad that WWE is not doing this on Raw and SmackDown, but they did it with that um that Shayna Baszler promo because it almost mimics NXT. NXT is a more intimate setting. The lights yeah. are down lower. It puts you right there in the ring. The that's, how a- yeah. that's how AEW was doing it. So when WWE is doing it in a smaller ring with no fans and they still got the bright lights, it just lets you see how empty it is and how much is not going on. Absolutely. You know, bring those lights down, put it more on the people in the ring. So that we're focused on them and not focused on the fact that there's no crowd. I and do like really the WWE. The yeah, I like I like how they're playing jokes and stuff where they're like, you know, still doing their call outs to the people in the audience and there's no people in the audience. Like stuff like that, like oh, Stone Cold doing the one. Give me a hell yeah. Show, right. And then it showed an empty seat. Like stuff like that is cool, but when it comes to like the actual fighting and stuff, like yeah, like bring it down, more intimate, more focused on the on the wrestlers, so that we can actually just focus on what we're watching and not what we're not seeing. Absolutely. Did Brody Lee try to do like a low key Sister Abigail? Come on now. It's <laughs> it's like a, it's something that he's been setting up the clothesline with. He still do the clothesline. But it's an interesting little shout out to his former Wyatt family buddies. By hey, little bastards, <laughs> go inside your room. Hey, did you did you guys see that? Um, damn, the, <laughs> we got all that. What's the dude's <laughs> name with the um Darby Allen? Did you guys see that Darby Allen has a new move? No. Yeah, they called it the um they called it the Last Supper, where it's like a finger four that he flips into a um a pin with a bridge. Woo! Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so in combination he, for a finisher. Wow. He, okay. he did it. He he did it on yesterday's match, which is good because what someone was saying is that you know his finisher is the coffin drop, but why do the coffin drop when there's no crowd to to pop when you do it? You know, you're just what. Risking to hurt yourself for nobody. At that Why often drop it all? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Rock, your your introduction to that move, or I guess should I say, our introduction to that move was was rather interesting. <laughs> that, boy, that white boy, is crazy. That's a crazy, crazy ass white boy, right? Yeah, there. he is, man. But I fuck with him. Shout out to Darby. Yeah. We are running a little late, a little longer than I thought, but it's all good. We've been gone for a while. We're going to do this. I think we're going to make it a point to get together weekly until the Roni is over, which hopefully is soon. Yeah, um, this is working, right? Yeah. It's working. Yeah. We good. Hey, Teak. Yeah. You got a burial on the spot? The Rona? There you go. Burying the fucking Rona. Um, the Rona. I mean, 
I mean, if 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 any if anything, if you want me to get um get a little in deeper with it, maybe the way that um certain cities and states are handling this, and the way that um, fuck it, Florida, you guys are getting buried. I can't believe that y'all let spring breakers come out there on y'all beach that you guys didn't close your beaches, and then I've heard that fifteen people got tested. Um, spring breakers and they have the Rona and then these guys are going home on a plane with all these other people imagine all the spreading that this is doing and you guys could have stopped that immediately but instead you know hey spring breaking money let's do it it's like the same thing what I just heard about um, New Orleans and Mardi Gras and all the Rona that got spreaded out there it's like come on now like we're really going to have to have um, the army and the National Guard and stuff come out here. You guys are all worried about tanks and jeeps and all this other stuff. But without um, without that, I mean, if you look at China, they're saying how they were able to flatten the curve, but they were able to flatten the curve because they were doing what the fuck they were told. And they were self-quarantining, and they were not being around other people to spread this. Now, us as Americans, we're so... Um, we're, we're, we're so full of ourselves, you know, that we're like, fuck that. I don't care what you guys say. I'm still going to go out there and do me. It's not going to happen to me. And you're not doing anything but risking it to everyone else. Yes, right. All I was going to say, and I'm just taking a flyer from one of my favorite not-to-be-named shows. But, yo, Teak, that boy. Or vice hiding. versa. It doesn't matter. hiding right now. Teak is hiding. <laughs> Shouldn't be doing it. You know that. That's real. Yeah, man. Everything you said is facts. It's like I've I, I've been in the house for three weeks straight, man, and I only leave the house to to go out and get essentials, man, like food and things like that. Other than that, I'm just in the in here chilling. The only only outside contact I'm getting is like talking to you guys online and stuff like that. So, I mean, I understand people have to go out to work, but shit, burying these companies that aren't letting their people work from home, burying these 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 governors and these mayors and things that aren't aren't taking enough um, accountability to um or for americans lives, and just the fact that they're so such in a rush to get us back to work and to get us out of our homes because they're worried about um economics but not worried about the stock the market you guys have seen me um several days sending screenshots into the group chat where they're saying like oh we got to get back to work some people are gonna die like that's bullshit how are you gonna say like oh some people are gonna die that's what's gonna happen yeah some people are gonna die but if i got the um ability to be in my home so that I don't have to. Why should I have to come to this job to work and you guys don't want to just send people home and pay them um, while while they're at home or at least let them work from home? Like these companies are owned by billionaires that have the money to to lose or the money to give. And right now it's just like a, a sad time in, in the United States, especially because right now the United States is one of the um, we have the largest um Cases population. And, 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 and well, the, the largest population, the largest cases of the Rona and um and and um death, you know, outside of um China and Italy. So it's Make like we're number three. Yeah, so this is Speaking of what you just said, and the fact that the numbers in the U.S. continue to climb, I had this this thought that came yeah. across my mind where I was like, uh, I almost wish they would instill. What would, would essentially be martial law where motherfuckers like because if you don't stay it's home. G1, you gotta turn that down. A lot of them are like they're really kept in last. 
Rock, we couldn't hear you because G1 was um had some playing. Go ahead, say that again. Yeah, no. I, what I was saying is this thought came to my mind that I almost would like them to instill some form of like martial law, where motherfuckers had to stay home for two, three weeks. Because if we don't stay home and people continue to be out in these streets and doing whatever, the spread is going to continue. And this shit could wipe out a lot of motherfucking Americans, man. Like, we are the laughing stock of the entire world, in my opinion, because of the one who was elected to speak for us is a fucking buffoon. His handling of this entire thing should get him impeached. It won't happen. I'm just like, damn, why couldn't this have happened when Obama was in office? I would have felt so much better if Obama was in office. Well, when Obama was in office, we had like a, a, a had section a of the government that handled pandemics, you know? And Trump, and Trump, yeah. So, you know, he just screwed us right there. And not to mention, you know, like I told you guys, I have a friend of mine who I went to high school with, who I wrestled with and was in a rap group with, who passed away from the coronavirus. Like, he was 37. This shit is not, like, just for old people. So don't think don't think that you guys are immune to this and, and can't get it. And just um, one more thing. Like, I have a friend in New York who said that his son got caught out past curfew and got a $2,000 ticket. Like, in Detroit, they're on full lockdown right now. You have to have paperwork that shows that you, you're traveling back and forth to work to be outside of your house like things like that is the things that need to be implemented like they're getting tickets if they're out on the street like because they won't stay in the fucking house yeah my hometown just implemented the same thing mayor over there Ooh. just uh Where's your def- definitely fucking got kind of very similar shit going on so yeah I, I totally agree certain measures need to be taken man. Shy city. That shit Shy has city. Like that. yeah no, but uh, um, no. I think on behalf of everybody from Mad Mania, uh, everybody out there, be safe, be smart, wash your hands, wash your ass, be respectful of one another, help the elderly, and they can the elderly are pinned down, help them. Why are we telling? Why are we telling grown folks shit that they supposed to be doing anyway? That's just that's that's my whole biggest thing in all this, man. If you're not watching, wash your hands. Not watching. What you got, Neo? <laughs> Wash your hands, cover your cough, and shut your ass. That's it. And yeah. stop hoarding. It's real basic. We we stop all hoarding. We all need the essentials that's out there. And the elderly need it much more than we do. We can go shopping every day. They can't. And while it's going on, come on now, Americans. We just need to have more compassion. I know yeah, it's not please. something that we're used to having, but come on now. Like I heard somebody say, like, um, actually, fucking Uncle Malik, shout out to him. He was on his Instagram and he said, Yo, I understand that your baby needs to eat. So does this person's baby. So does this person's baby. So with that being said, there's no reason that you should be stockpiling nine. Of fucking cases of infamil when you know other people have kids that need to eat too. Come on now. If we if we have more compassion, we can all get through this. Absolutely right, go. I was just waving at Neo's children. Oh. <laughs> what up, little dog? Show, show me your tooth. What's up, guys? What's hey. Hey little Neos. Hey, you should be What's going on, guys? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, What's good? hey Neo, if you're Neo X, is that Neo um Uno and Neo Dos? 
This is who? Neo, Neo Uno and Neo Dos. Neo if you're Neo X. <laughs> Yo, by the way, Neo Jr. And I, I forgive me for not remembering their names, but yeah. when we linked up with Cap a couple weeks ago, Neo your one son was a dark pro. This one. Yeah. He was yeah. Isaiah was good. Isaiah, yeah. dark pro. No. Ian was acting like a little a hole. <laughs> this one. He wasn't it's listening. A, it's <laughs> always it's always one of them that's acting like a a hole, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, but that's kids for you. Everybody be safe, be smart, take care of one another. We can get through this, so just make sure you uh you in your house. It won't kill you to be in your house. It really won't. Not only can we get through this, we will we get will. through this. We'll get through and this. The, and the Mad Mania podcast is back, and we're here to make sure that y'all get through this, yeah. and at least at least to bring y'all a little bit of entertainment and some wrestling news once a week, man. Do, do what I do. Only leave your house for weed. If we was in L.A., we could get that shit delivered. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, oh, yeah, we match. Yeah. Do us a favor and keep your shoulders off. Off the mat. Off the mat. Yeah. yeah. Back next week. Yo, we did it. We back. What up? This Chocolate Thunder Willie Mac, and you tuning in to Matt Mania Podcast, baby. Westside. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.